You know, I think about my childhood, you know, it was a, you know, a blue collar, you know, hardworking family. Um, but I was surrounded by three things, um, love, encouragement, and most importantly, advocacy. And as, you know, I became an adult, I realized that all of those make a difference in, in one's life. But I think the biggest difference maker in terms of changing, you know, the, the trajectory of someone's life is that of advocacy. Um, the reason we do what we do at TechBridge is because of the impact that we help drive one individual life at a time. Today on TechBridge Talks, we'll talk about advocacy and impact. This is where TechBridge shines. We are able to bring technology to nonprofits, allowing them to increase their impact and make a bigger difference in their communities. So stay tuned. We've got a great show just ahead for you. My guest on the show today is longtime TechBridge supporter, Scott McGlawn. Scott is the CIO of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Alabama. Scott, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Good to see you this morning. Uh, thanks for having me on TechBridge Talks. And uh, appreciate you uh, hosting me. And uh, a, a shout out to all the other uh, TechBridge team members for the hard work that they do every day, driving impact in uh, communities all across the country. That's right. We got a great team uh, and a great a great community surrounding that great team, right? And so, and, and you've been a big part of that. So, I'd love for you to just kind of fill us in on, like, how did you get involved in TechBridge and what's your current role? Yeah. So, um, so I guess this goes back maybe 12, 14 years ago. So, I uh, was in Georgia uh, at the time. Um, and uh, the Atlanta technology community was really good at drawing, you know, people, you know, technology executives from across uh, the entire state. And uh, as a part of that, got introduced uh, to uh, the then CEO of TechBridge, um, you know, really liked uh, what they were doing. It was kind of at this crossroads for me personally of, you know, giving back and uh, leveraging technology uh, to drive impact. Um, and so that's what drew me in. Um, and uh, when I moved over to Birmingham uh, about 13 years ago, uh, maybe a year or two after that, uh, James Franklin, the CEO at TechBridge at that time, and I were having a conversation about expanding TechBridge um, outside of Georgia. Um, and so he and I worked together um, and brought TechBridge over to Alabama. Um, we started a board uh, for the Alabama community. Um, and then a couple of years ago, uh, I was recruited to join the uh, national board uh, in Georgia. So. Man, that's fantastic. And, and, and I think, I mean, I've even seen you at Georgia events. You've even traveled back, you know, back to Atlanta for that, which has been yes. great. So that's right. I do it as often as I can. I love that. I love that. Well, it's always good to see you. Uh, even virtually, it's great to see you. So, so let's talk uh, just about technology for a minute. The pandemic, if, if nothing else, has certainly exacerbated the need for technology, especially in the healthcare sector. Um, have you seen technology's role shift since 2020 from, from your vantage point as a CIO? Yeah. So, you know, um, the healthcare industry, like, you know, really most all other industries saw digital transformation uh, really occurring at an accelerated rate uh, during 2020. And, uh, you know, I would arguably say many companies saw, you know, anywhere from two to four years worth of digital strategy execution in that you know, six to nine month period um, after the COVID pandemic was declared um, in the States, which was, I guess, the first quarter of 2020. Um, you know, so with that as the backdrop, I'd have to say that the biggest step forward 
um, that I think the healthcare industry made during that time frame was its adoption and leverage of telemedicine. Um, you know, many people, maybe you, maybe, you know, some of your family members saw their primary care physician um, and many specialty, you know, uh, care physicians uh, for that matter through a screen, whether it was their laptop, their tablet, their mobile phone um, or whatnot. And, you know, so I'd say that was, you know, probably the single largest step uh, the industry took. And then secondly, um, you know, there were significant leaps forward uh, in the collaboration tools that businesses across the board, not just those in the healthcare industry, are using to bring people together regardless of where they are physically located. And, you know, I think those two changes in our industry will will stick, you know, as, mm-hmm. as we as we go forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and honestly, I mean, I, I kind of love it, right? It, it simplified so many different things. I mean, we're having a great conversation on Zoom, recording a podcast, exactly. which is yeah. fantastic. So, yeah. well, so, so what work still remains to be done in the healthcare sector to, to better the communities that it serves? Yeah, I, I would say the biggest challenge in healthcare still remains uh, that of access, access to healthcare providers. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, socioeconomic status and geography are still, you know, far too dominant uh, determining uh, factors in whether or not someone has access to health care. Um, you know, for many, health care is out of reach uh, simply because they lack health insurance. Um, but we're also seeing the development of more and more health care deserts as the population in America continues to shift, you know, towards the larger uh, metropolitan population centers and away from many rural parts of the country. And, and what that does is, is it leaves fewer and fewer healthcare options for those that remain in the rural areas of our country. Um, you know, we just talked about telemedicine and telemedicine would be a great uh, viable option uh, if only these rural areas weren't also broadband deserts. And so I still think we have a lot of work to do uh, in our industry in terms of, uh, you know, ensuring that everyone has access to healthcare. Uh, yeah, we totally do. We tell, I mean, and you're right. Like that, that move to urbanization is really, it's really had a huge impact on those rural areas, uh, both it from has. a connectivity standpoint and from a healthcare standpoint. Um, it's, it's so, so true. So, so Scott, you've, you've served on lots of boards, you've done lots of mentoring, lots of service. Um, why have you continued to find new ways to give back to your community? Like what keeps you, what keeps you motivated there? Yeah. So, you know, giving back is, um, it's always been important to me. It's, it's kind of in my DNA. Um, you know, when I was a kid, you know, my parents uh, taught my sister and I the importance of giving. And, you know, as I matured into a, a young adult, um, you know, I thought that predominantly meant, you know, giving financially. Um, but as I got older, maybe in my late 20s, early 30s, I realized, you know, not only the importance of giving financially, but, you know, the importance of giving in additional ways, like with my time um, and using my influence uh, to benefit others. Um, you know, I think about my childhood, you know, it was a, you know, a blue collar, you know, hardworking family, um, but I was surrounded by three things, um, love, encouragement, and most importantly, advocacy. And as, you know, I became an adult, I realized that all of those make a difference in, in one's life. But I think the biggest difference maker in terms of changing, you know, the, the trajectory of someone's life is that of advocacy. Mm. And so, you know, as I think about it, we all have a personal platform. And, you know, when I use that phrase personal platform, I'm using it, you know, to represent the power that, you know, we each have with our own, you know, network, um, the positions of leadership for which we've been entrusted 
um, the influence that we have within that network and the opportunities to create impact through that network and through those positions of leadership. And so, you know, we, like many other things, we can use that platform for our own good or we can use it for the good of others. And I choose to use mine to advocate for others. And, you know, I think everyone deserves to have the benefit of advocacy, especially when you consider how impactful it can be on someone's life. And I also believe there's never going to be a shortage of people lacking um, in advocacy. And so I think there's always going to be new and much needed ways of giving back. I love that. I love that. And, and I, and I appreciate your, your heart in that. And, you know, I can, I, I can say from my own personal experience, you're a very giving person and, and I, I can't tell you how much, you know, TechBridge appreciates all the, all the help and support that you've given over so many years. Um, so as you know, TechBridge has, we, we got a lot of initiatives. We work across four pillars, hunger relief, homeless support, mm-hmm. social justice, and workforce development. Of the kind of current initiatives that we're working on, what makes you excited right now? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's a really hard question. I mean, you, you mentioned the four pillars and there's 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 so much good, you know, that's done um, partnering with nonprofits and, and communities driving impact across those four pillars. But, you know, if if I had to pick what you're asking me to pick, um, I would have to say workforce development. Um, you know, I'm probably going to butcher this, but there's um you know, there's a one of these proverbial, you know, sayings or adages that, that goes something along the lines of, um, you know, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. But if you teach that man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And so when I think about TechBridge, um, we support programs that are uh, maybe stopgap in nature. So like connecting people to homeless shelters or soup kitchens. Um to me, that's analogous to providing fish for the day, um, if you will. And so then once food and shelter in place, you know, then along comes workforce development. Um, and I think that's where we teach people how to fish. And, you know, by doing so, we feed them for a lifetime. And so for me, you know, closing that digital divide and positioning people to achieve a livable wage, I mean, man, that that right there is some life-changing stuff. And I think it creates a huge disruption um, in the cycles of poverty um, and generational poverty, which is, you know, really at the core of what TechBridge is about. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Ending generational poverty with the use of technology. And, and I think, yeah. I think we can do it. I think we can do it yeah. uh, together. Yeah. So, all right. So, so then last question, you know, Scott, uh, you're, you're a CIO of a, a large organization. You've got a family, you've got kids, you've got all kinds of other social obligations, I'm sure. Uh, what drew you to TechBridge and what keeps you, you know, connected to TechBridge? Why are you, why do you continue to be excited about your work with TechBridge? Yeah. I, you know, I'd say, Adam, what, what drew me in personally um, when I think about it is the exponential impact that TechBridge enables. I mean, you know, you and I have the same amount of time in every single day. Um, and there are a lot of demands, you know, family, work life, you know, you know, drawing against that bank of time. And, you know, I spent a few years, you know, being on a few nonprofit boards, trying to assist, you know, those individual nonprofits with their technology needs and, you know, helping them figure out how to leverage that technology to drive greater impact. Um, and, you know, you can only do so much in that model, um, and so pouring my energy into TechBridge, who literally helps thousands of nonprofits across the country, 
um, to me is just a you know a much more effective model of engagement. Um, you know, tackling uh, generational poverty is also uh, something that's important to me, and so you know it just it it it's at the right crossroads for me personally. Um, and what keeps me here are those stories of impact. Um, the reason we do what we do at TechBridge is because of the impact that we help drive one individual life at a time. And so hearing those stories of individual impact and changing, you know, the trajectory of someone's life, I mean, that's that's what keeps me here. Um, and that's really what, you know, keeps me excited and jazzed up about the TechBridge mission. Me too. Me too. That's exactly what keeps me going every day is the exponential yeah. impact and the personal impact, right? They're just so yeah. two sides of the same coin and so, so important. Uh, well, Scott, just such a pleasure to spend some time with you today. We're going to have you back on the show again, maybe with some tougher questions soon. But in the meantime, uh, thank you for joining us today. Great. Thanks, Adam. Good talking to you. Thank you for listening to TechBridge Talks, a podcast about breaking the cycle of generational poverty through the innovative use of technology. This podcast is produced by TechBridge. To find out more about our work and how you can be a part, visit techbridge.org. That's techbridge.org. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for more great content.